0: Welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio.
1: Yeah, and it's one of those things too, like, you know, if, if your ratings are down, but everyone in the building likes you, you're way more likely to stick around than if your ratings are down and no one
2: likes you. <laughs> no building, doubt about it. No so doubt wrong. about it. Great advice. You.
1: Now your guides through the media morphosis, noted communications second generation broadcaster and media strategist, David Martin, and author of the book Brand With, media branding coach Kipper McGee.
2: Thanks for joining us for Brandwith On Demand, the only podcast committed to helping you create great radio, presented 15 minutes at a
0: time. No question, part of building a strong brand today is reaching and engaging with your audience where they are and when they want to. Stand back, pro at work.
1: Mix on what makes you a wife material? I'm sorry, what do you say? Uh, I don't know, I've been married seven years, so... As my husband, I don't know. If you had to guess. I don't go shopping that much. Uh, I was going to say probably the hiney, but you know, that's probably true too.
2: For CBS Houston's Jason Cage, it's been said that winning is in his DNA. With over a decade in the business, Jason understands what makes fun, interactive, memorable radio, and the new skills required to test listeners where they live, including social media. His career spans from his hometown radio market, Huntsville, Alabama, to Chicago's legendary B96 and other major market stops, including Amp Radio in Philly. He's now doing afternoons in Houston at MITS 96.5KHMX. Hello, Jason.
1: Hey, hey, hey. Got to preface this by saying I've had three hours of sleep because we have a newborn baby. So I'm uh, <laughs> this is my weekend consisted of no sleep and lots of uh, lots of diapers.
0: <laughs> no problem. So Jason, all three of us have worked in some of the same markets, including Chicago. But what have you discovered about settling into a new market, and what things might you want to share with others?
1: I don't know. My I guess my biggest tips when I first get into a market is meet all your salespeople, um, meet your staff. Yeah, let them know who you are, let them know you're available, and just from the get-go, try to uh, be as friendly as possible, because it's really that first impression that's going to be, oh, we're going to sell this guy, he kind of gets it cool, versus, uh, eh, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of another guy in the building who kind of just drifts into the background.
2: Now, that's important. From Huntsville to Houston and all the points in between, Jason. From a performance standpoint, what are some of the key differences that you feel between medium or small markets and working in the majors like you are now?
1: Ah, oh, gosh, it's amazing. In major markets, you actually do less, if that makes any sense. Uh, in small markets, you kind of you, uh, I get there's no budget, so you you're going to do a show, but you're also going to be maybe the imaging guy or the scheduling music, or you're going to be uh, you know helping the PD as an APD thing. And You're not always going to get paid for that. But it's just going to be part of part of your gig because you do nights or whatever your show is going to be, and because of that, you you kind of get paid. To I always tell some uh, some interns and stuff of mine, I'm like, it's great to go to those markets. You only make maybe twenty grand a year, but you're getting paid to learn all these extra skills. And then when you get to the major markets, uh, it seems there's a guy. That's already filling that music director position, or there's a you know a girl who's already doing this gig or this gig, and so there's not as much opportunity to kind of get your hands on those. It's I got I got to, it's weird to say that, but it's uh, in smaller markets you you'll do a show, and since there's not a lot of budget money in the smaller markets, they don't have the cash to have someone who just does the imaging or just does you know scheduling music off the air or you know uh, just to have an APD who just kind of does that. So usually you'll end up doing your show and you'll do other gigs as well um like I've I've been the night guy slash uh station imager, I've been the night guy slash station imager scheduling music slash APD uh and didn't get paid for much of that extra stuff but I got to learn all that extra stuff which was great. And so then when you get to the major markets there's money. They have cash and so there's a guy that does that. See so see he is the music director um and that's probably, you know, his one job. Um in my experience anyway, from like B96, for example, or, uh, you know, the station imager, he does the imaging for the station. So you end up just doing your show. And they're pretty protective of their one job, so they're less likely to let you sit in and kind of learn that skill. Uh, So it's kind of, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing. You You do your one show and you kind of focus on it, but, you know, if you know anything about radio, if you have one job, that means you're kind of easy to replace. That's an excellent point.
0: Yeah, in a nutshell, versatility, right? I mean, you have worked just about every day part, including major market mornings. Is there a difference in how you approach fun in those different situations?
1: It's the same show, different market, different, Mike. I mean, small markets, major markets, people react the same way. So, you you know, as far as having fun on the air and just doing your style of radio, it's not that big of a difference. I mean, PPM was probably the biggest shift from what I used to do. Uh, non PPM radio, which we could do some longer form stuff to new, you know, the shorter tight burst kind of, uh, content. Um, yeah, as far as having fun, I mean, that's, I think that's just part of it's radio. You should be having fun. If you're not having fun, you're something's wrong. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, I mean, the best stations I've worked at, you know, the morning shows are your friends with the afternoon show, your friends with the midday show, your friends with the night guy. It's like a big family. Um, I think those stations, you can feel that coming through the speakers, you definitely don't want to get to a station. You don't want to be the squeaky wheel that's just kind of the cranky guy who doesn't want to, or girl who just doesn't really interact with people or is hard to get along with, um, because you're not going to get the love from the other day parts. And you know, it's it's supposed to be a big symbiotic. Everybody's kind of cross promoting and referencing each other and driving to each other's shows. And as long as you're kind of plugged into all that. Um, you should be having fun. <laughs> well, well I would if you're it. not, something's wrong. I agree with yeah, you. Guys.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after working in this variety of markets that you've been in, what advice might you offer to someone who wants to follow in your footsteps someday?
1: Just do it. Just do it. I mean, I, I from my experience, the people who are uh, newcomers in radio coming out of broad schools, the biggest thing I, I pick up is that they're just scared. They're scared to they're scared to make a move, they're scared to make a change, they're scared to make a mistake, they're scared to leave their hometown, there's always something that they're scared to do, uh, or they they think that they need to soak up more information before they can take the next step. I mean, I, I tell them, figure out what step one is, and just take that step, and then figure out step two as you're walking, because 90% of the success is just taking the first step. So just do it. Find you know, if you want to start, if you're brand new in radio, you're coming up a broadcast school find that first station no matter i don't care where it is it could be in market 300 two below mississippi whatever which i think is actually pretty decent uh find a market just get in get in anywhere you can hometown if you're if you're in a city the size of chicago and it's too big to start at go somewhere smaller and then work your way back to chicago but just take the first step get your foot in the door and then from there just run Figure it out that's the best advice i can do i mean if you want to get to where you want to go you have to get in the car and go (laughs) (laughs) good point i really don't know they fell off the truck or we had blackmail or what but we have a lot of louis vuitton purses just don't ask questions just get your free one tomorrow morning just after eight o'clock, upgrade the purse. Mix 965 loaded Louis.
2: Jason Cage from Mixing Houston. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and rate Brandwith on Demand on Google Play, in the iTunes store, or wherever you get your podcast. Your feedback helps others discover great guests like Morningstars, Dave Ryan, Skip Mahappy, and DJ Shea, and so many others. PDs, hosts, industry leaders, they're all with Brandwidth on Demand.
0: We realize A lot of people are doing some very cool stuff. If they can tell us without killing us, let us know. Email show at brandwithondemand.com. In comments, questions, anything radio-related, you're always welcome to sound off. 802-489-7739.
2: You can also check the show notes at brandwithondemand.com for my one minute martinizing and other special bonus content. Next, Jason Cage from Mix 96.5 Houston shares thoughts on things he knows now that he really wishes he'd known back then.
1: Exploring media evolution in real
0: time. Brandwidth on demand keep up with what the hottest
2: stations are doing replay radio will schedule and record any streaming radio station or show automatically and the integrated media guide makes it easy to add a station or show with a single click try replay radio free by clicking their ad at Brandwidthondemand.com. Eckhart's hearts press the radio geek's favorite publishing company
1: Publishers of books by John Landecker, Bobby Scafish, Dobie Maxwell, and Kipper McGee. That's Eckhart's The uh, stuff we know now, we wish we'd known then.
0: Brand with On Demand.
2: Jason, after reaching 10 years in the industry, and boy, you've been incredibly successful, I think by just about any measure, what things do you know now that you wish you'd known back then?
1: Oh, my God, the rent's going to be so expensive in uh, Chicago. Uh, (laughs) Uh, I, I think it all goes back to, you know, be nice to every single person you meet. Don't get a big head about anything. It's radio. You're not, you know, not a rock star. Don't get a big ego to where you start turning down opportunities or becoming a diva about stuff. Because really in this business, you have, you are, like I've been saying, you are a brand. You are your own product you have to know who your customers are and you have three sets of customers. You have your audience, your advertisers, and then everyone else behind the scenes. And it's, in my opinion, more important to win with the last two the uh, advertisers and everyone else behind the scenes. it it is with, uh, with the audience. And if everyone in the business likes you and you're easy to get along with, and you never say no to something, I, th- I think you'll get to where you want to go a lot faster. Start networking, start making friends, read books about how to promote yourself,
0: Makes sense. So if you were to suggest three things somebody should do to accomplish that, what would they be?
1: Uh go ahead and figure out what your sellable qualities are and write those down and give those to the salespeople. Uh, you know, say, Hey, here's what I'm into, here's the hobbies I'm into, you know, I'm married, I got this, I'm buying a house, I'm buying a car, I got you know, here's the stuff I've pitched before. Just kinda of get your one sheet your bio so they can kinda of hit the ground running with finding the clients that are right for your show, um, go ahead and start looking at your social media, do an audit, make sure that everything's up to speed with, you know, the way you want to be presented in that new city. And, um, yeah, just, just kind of, just kind of, uh, get to know you first, make sure, make sure your, your a game is, uh, is buttoned up before you walk in. Wow. Yeah. Good stuff.
0: So Jason, I have got to ask, is this something you've picked up on your own or learned from others or how'd you get there?
1: I, I think one of my, well, yeah, learn though. I mean, I think one of my advantages over the years is I've, uh, I've kind of got a knack for just networking in general. I mean, it's, I'm doing the podcast. I mean, it's like, you know, I, to me, it's like, you gotta, people have to know who you are and it's also, I want to know, I, I'm not just doing it just professionally, but I want to be friends with the people who are already in the high places. It's one of those things, uh it's not fake it till you make it. It's just surround yourself with really talented people and hopefully it'll rub off. You'll be talented too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's just kind of just over the years, I've just learned that, you know, if you want to get places in this business, you've got to be noticed. People have to be fans of you and the PD goes to hire somebody. It's, it's going to be who to see know off the top of his head. And if they're unavailable, it's going to they're going to, he's going to go to somebody he trusts and go, who do you know that you're a big fan of? And you want to be on all those little short lists. So yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just, I'm not sure if it's just intuitive or if I picked it up or <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> I it worked figured out. Yeah. Figured out, Hey, if this works, it works. But yeah, I mean, I think it's like my goal for this next couple of years is really just to get back further networking. Um, because when my, uh, station flip formats in Philly this past December, the reason why I landed this Houston gig was purely just from networking. Just people that knew who I was were big fans of the show. Um, connecting yep. connecting. Yeah. Connecting. That's, yep. that's what we do. What we do for a living.
2: Jason Cage, afternoon star of Mix 96.5 Houston. The extended play of this interview, including items trimmed for time to keep us to 15 minutes or less, along with our exclusive bonus content, links to all kinds of great social media stuff, and more, you'll find them in the show notes at brandwithondemand.com.
0: And do check out the sponsors, Replay Radio. We're hearing some great feedback from folks trying that. Also, Eckhart's Press, who published the original Brandwith book. And thank you for the emails, calls, for telling a friend, and for rating us wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Next time, Brandwith On Demand is happy to welcome Dave Van Dyke. Kipper, that's a wrap. In one-minute marketing, I'll give you the real reasons why... You don't need no stinking Plan B. I'm Dave Martin.
0: And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your width be wide.
1: Any reuse or redistribution of Brandwith On Demand without the express written consent of the producers is greatly appreciated. While you're at it, if you like what you're hearing, Please subscribe and rate us in the iTunes store or wherever you get your podcast. Your feedback helps others discover brandwidth On Demand.
0: Not your average quarter hour.
1: Dave Martin and Kipper McGee. Brandwith on, on Demand. demand.